Hey, it's Rob Thomas here, and this is another installment in the leadership series around what I described as 12 attributes of a leader. And today, we are going to tackle a tough one, which is the topic of, of mental toughness, which I think is critical in any leader. It's the, probably the topic that is the least discussed because it's one of these kind of fluffy things sometimes. But I do think it makes a big difference. I'm joined today by John Telch. John Telch is the general manager of field operations and global sales for IBM Analytics. John, welcome. Delighted to be here, Rob. Thanks for inviting me. All right. Great to talk to you. And um, look, this is a really interesting topic to me. I want to kind of frame the discussion. Um, I've heard a few different definitions of mental toughness in the past. One says... Um, mental toughness means that you don't buy into the hype when things look good and you don't fall apart when things look bad. And that's kind of about, about keeping an even keel to some extent through the ups and downs. Another perspective I've heard kind of related to that is you've got to be committed to where you're going and what you're doing and, and be willing to stay that course despite the ups and downs. I mentioned your reaction. Either of those definitions resonate with you, or do you have another thing that comes to your mind? No, Rob. I, th I think you know conviction is a word that that we hear a lot. And, and when you talk about your two definitions or your two things you've heard, the mental toughness that we as leaders need comes over time. It comes with balance. It comes with knowledge, but it also comes with conviction. And conviction comes from understanding the course we're on, understanding the problems we're dealing with, getting to the root of the problem and being convinced of the direction we need to take and staying on that course. No matter how many opinions you get, no matter how many points of view you get, if you have the, if you substantiated the root of the problem and you're convinced of the actions we need to take, you have to stay the course. And in this company, we have a lot of points of view that will come at you consistently. Stay the course. You know, that will be the case in, in any company, in any environment. Um, there's always going to be a dramatic, you know, dramatically different views. But your point on committing to a course and staying the course, if we take a step back on that, that implies that you developed a strong point of view to start with. Mm -hmm. It's rooted in data to some extent. And one thing I see certainly new managers or new leaders struggle with is sometimes, to some extent, they're going with the flow versus having that commitment, that point of view. How, do you, how have you developed that over time? Anything you can share on that? Well, I think, as, as Rob, my point of view on you have two types of people in the world that are leading this company and leading external companies as well. You have people that will manage by metrics. And you have leaders. And there's a real difference, in my point of view, of a manager versus a leader. A leader, to me, is one that has a point of view. Right or wrong, you take a position. It's based on data, like you said. And a leader, in my mind, has characteristics that, you know, they're change agents. They're, they're not going to accept the status quo. They're constantly changing. And we talk about, you know, an IBM and other companies using this agile framework. You always are course correcting. And once you have a point of view, being a leader, you set the direction, you change the rules as required, 
to make sure you stay the course. But you have a point of view that you learn over time may not always be well accepted. And, but you have a point of view, and it's based on facts. It's about the, you know, I've heard the phrase, it's about the courage and confidence to know when it's time to make a change. So you have the point of view. It's kind of rooted in, in the decisions you're making, but it's not doing it to the point of, of inflexibility. Mm-hmm. It's being able to understand, you know, has the environment changed? Has something about the circumstances said now it's time to make a change? And I, I do see people. So, so kind of one issue I see is people that stop short of getting that level of commitment in a direction. And then probably the other trap I see is people that get so rooted in a direction that they can't pivot or change off of that. Any, any thoughts on that? Well, that, that is, that is, you know, there's a ditch on either side of the road, as they say. And if you're so committed and you're not willing to take the input and insight and make an agile change to pivot, like you said, that is a, that's a, that's a flaw of a leader because you're not taking the insight of others which may be rooted in in good data, and data changes over time. So we need to be more agile in our decision-making processes. And for me, as a leader, you have to get out of your comfort zone. A lot of times as a leader, you get into a rut, and you get into doing the same thing the same way each and every day, quarter in, quarter out. And if you're not going to get out of your comfort zone, change will not occur. So as a leader, I believe you've got to get out of your comfort zone, and you've got to become vulnerable to the point where you don't have all the answers and you're not afraid to say, I don't know. I'll get back to you, Rob. That's a good question. But being vulnerable gives you the ability to push your own skills and talents and capabilities. Yeah. And that's what leaders do. The vulnerability point is interesting to me because I, I do see a lot of new managers or new leaders struggle with that because they feel like now that I have this status or this position, I've got to have 100% of the answers all the time. Um, so that's a tough one. You know, it brings to mind another phrase I've heard, which is um, failure is an emotion. And what that means is that when you fail, when something goes wrong, that's not an occurrence because you can always you can always change that. You can always go, you can learn from that, you can move on. Failure is the short-term emotion that says, all right, we had a problem, now we got to go forward. And... How do you, you know, a big part of mental toughness is being able to, to admit a failure, admit something gone wrong, and then pick yourself back up and treat it like it is. It's a one-time emotion. Now you move on. How have you done that in, in your career? Well, I mean, f- failure is a part of growth. You know, when, when we were children, when we were in high school and college, failure was part of growing up. I wasn't a straight-A student. I got Fs. I understood what it means to fail and rebound. But for me, and you hear it in the agile, you know, discipline, you know, fail, fail fast. For me, failure is a must. And in in all my leadership roles, I've made it very clear to my leadership team that I will make a decision based on data and facts. I'll make a decision quickly. But 50% of the time, the decision may not be the perfect decision. We will pivot. We will change. And if it's a failure, we will change the decision assuming it's not illegal, unethical, or immoral. Mm-hmm. Those three attributes are not tolerated in any company, mm-hmm. especially our company. But for me, failure is a must for a leader to grow their skills, their capabilities. And to be vulnerable, for me, there's, there's, there's a, uh, a, a great leader out there, Brene Brown. She's a uh, 
research scholar at University of Houston. She talks about vulnerability as the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. We have to be more vulnerable because we have to be more innovative, more creative, and we have to change. But that's just it's within IBM. It's in every company. You mm -hmm. have to create change. Yeah, the um, the vulnerability and failure, I think, are are very linked because in order to be willing to fail, you have to have that. I'd say that ability to be vulnerable. Let's now let's now flip directions a little bit. I think another big aspect of mental toughness I see is you talked about committing to a course. To me, not only does it take guts to stick to a course, but to actually figure out a direction. And I, I love the phrase, don't study the competition, make the competition study you. And sometimes I see leaders that struggle with taking that big of a stance. So, so they become to, you know, they almost become, let's copy what somebody did, copy what somebody did here. That's not leadership. How do you develop that skill in leaders where it's about, let's make the competition study us? Well, I think the first attribute, uh, Rob, in this discussion is, as a leader, you have to instill trust in your team. You have to give them the ability to go make the decisions that they need to, to do to drive their business. Whatever the, the business is, you trust them to lead. You trust them to guide. You trust them with the assets in which we've given them. And if they make a wrong decision, it cannot be punitive. Mm -hmm. It comes back to the failure point. So if they make a decision, they have a point of view, and they set the course, and they don't course correct, and it is a failure, that's a challenge. If they do course correct and they do change, we have to support the decisions they've made. We constantly will set a course, and we're afraid of changing it because it's a sign of weakness. It's a sign of saying, hey, Rob, look, I made a mistake. I need to... Instead of going this way, I now need to pivot and go this opposite way because the data's changed. At times, we will, it, it's a, people see that as a punitive mistake. Mm -hmm. And we need to instill trust in our leaders to make these decisions that will be the right decision as we move forward. Yeah, and then willing to adjust. So it's back to the flexibility point, which is have a view, but uh, understand when new data flows in. Um, look, let's close this out. I would, I'd leave you with one, one comment. I think certainly for new managers or leaders I see, sometimes they become, they become paralyzed to do something. And I think, and it may be out of fear for a variety of different reasons. Um, action cures fear. Action always cures fear. Uh, it's about somebody, you know, taking a step out and then being strong enough in their conviction to stay on that course any parting thoughts that, that you would share? Yeah, I mean, there are a couple of things. As, you know, as leaders, as managers, the, the one attribute for me, Rob, that, that I continuously talk about in, in my mentoring, mentee discussions with uh, the great leaders across the IBM company, the first attribute is listening. We have to have the active listening skill. It's a learned skill. It's like an athlete. That, to me, is the number one attribute of a good leader is the ability to listen. Mm -hmm. God gave us two ears and one mouth. Use them proportionally. Yep. Number two is a clear sense of direction. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Transparent communication with our, our teams. If you entrust somebody to lead a team, they must clearly communicate with a sense of purpose, a sense of direction. And third, really, is around inspiring a team. 
you know, you can lead a development team, you can lead a marketing team, you can lead a sales team. You can be an inspirational leader in what er whatever area of the business you run within our great company. But you must clearly communicate, clearly listen, and then create an area of inspiration in whatever mission that we have that we're given the direction to, to go is to inspire greatness. And I think we've, we've at, at times lost that in some of the things we're doing. That's great, John. Look, listen, communicate, inspire. Those are, those are three great attributes for a leader. And those are the kind of things, you know, mental toughness is something that builds up over time. I think if you do that and you repeat that, you get stronger every day. You get stronger in your convictions, and, and that's a positive. That's, that's part of building the, a shell around you as a leader to where you don't sway in the wind given mm -hmm. any, anything that happens any given days. John, thanks for your time. Great to talk. Bob, thank you very much.